Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And greetings to you. This is Brad Zonkel, and you are listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. And I sure am excited to take you over to Hebrews today. I really, really am excited about sharing this passage with you today. We've been going through the book of Revelation, but now I want to show you a very, very powerful passage when we talk about the kingdom of heaven and the promises and some of the details about it. I want you to see this, and I thank you so much for being able to follow me here on our Questions About Heaven podcast. It means a lot. I will be traveling to Atmore, Alabama tomorrow morning, and I will be heading over for our Heaven is Home conference, which is going to be in Atmore at Cross Point Church. And it's located on Jack Springs Road. Pastor Guy Heath is the host pastor. And if you're able to make it uh, over to our wonderful time here on Saturday and Sunday, we will have the Heaven is Home conference. That is June 10th and 11th. And then this summer, if you're in the Pennsylvania area, I'll be moving across Pennsylvania on a speaking tour. I'll be in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania at Emmanuel Baptist Church, Pastor Steve Cruz, and that will be on Sunday, July 9th. And then the next week, I will be back in the Pittsburgh area in Butler, Pennsylvania at Family Life Ministries on the evening of Sunday, July 16th and speaking there for an evening, including a question and answer session. And then at the very end of the month, I will be in Dayton, Texas. So to all my Texas friends, please meet me there, Dayton, Texas, at South Dayton Baptist Church. And uh, boy, I'm looking forward to those times we can be together. Now, we keep going through our different passages here when we're talking about heaven, and we're sharing some different truths about eternity and the God of heaven. And Yahweh has a wonderful, wonderful promise for us as we take a look. And so I want to take it to you, but before I do, I just want you to uh, be in prayer about my traveling and also the needs being met. I am uh, broadcasting this from the barn in our back of our property here, and there are just some expenses that we have as we are uh, finishing up the insulation here. And the recording studio, I'm in the corner where we're slowly making this into a podcasting area. And so if you're able to help us out, if you might take a look at our parent website, Zulon International Bible Institute is hosting the Heaven Tour. And so Zulon.org, X-U-L-O-N.org, if you might, uh, if, if it's possible, you are able to help us in some way. We are a 501c3 corporation, and you do receive tax credit on your gifts and donations. And so that's something that I want you to consider prayerfully as we go. Every time that I travel, uh, we just have some different expenses we incur as we're going and um, just want to take care of those things and also finish up the studio here. But anyway, let's get into uh, Hebrews. The book of Hebrews is a wonderful, very, very finely written, wonderful passage on. If you want to put uh, an unofficial title to the book of Hebrews, it's Jesus is Better. Jesus is Better. You will go through this uh, wonderful book, and you'll see. Why would you see anything else but Jesus? Jesus is better, one passage says, than the angels. Jesus is better, another passage says, than the law. 
Another one tells us Jesus is better than the forefathers, than the early church leaders. He is better than all of that. And as you're wrapping up and you're going to the conclusion of this wonderful book, you have this most powerful passage here talking about the judgment of God, but look at it from the side of the believing Christians and the promise here, and we learn and yet another thing about the truth of heaven coming up. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 26 through 28, and it's talking about God's voice, and his voice shook the earth then, but now he has promised. It's talking about when God has spoken at Sinai, Mount Sinai, he had shaken the earth. We read about that in Exodus chapter 19. And his voice shook the earth then. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This expression, verse 27 says, Yet once more, denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken, as of created things, so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, verse 28 since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let's show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. What are we looking at here? This is a powerful, powerful passage talking about the eternality and the permanence of our forever residence with the family of those following Christ and also with God himself and Jesus Christ King of kings and Lord of lords. His voice shook the earth. We know that in Mount Sinai, and we see that. But it says once more, it's going to be shaken by the Lord. Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, earth, but also the heaven. Well, we get an intimation of that in 2 Peter chapter 3. We talked about that. The ending of the present heaven and the present earth. Now, this, it says in verse, verse 27, why is this going on? This tells us in this passage by the writer in Hebrews, now this yet once more phrase indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken. So what God says is he is going to do a major house cleaning with this incredible renovation. The things that are materialistic, all of the creations of mankind, from the monuments to the technology to the things, the baubles, the entertainments, they're all going to be removed. These are material things which cause us a desire to have things. Have you ever met anybody like that, believer or a non-believer, who just have a desire to just gather things, just to grasp things? And it might be uh, those things which are very, very temporary or some things which the person believes will be of a more permanent nature. The Bible says they're all going to be gone that the things which may can't, which cannot be shaken may remain. And so what God is doing is, just as you might take something over to see the strength of it and push on it, and what we use the term kick the tires on things, then you find out how solid these things are. Well, you can say that way, God is going to shake the existing order of the universe and the things which are so tangible and temporary are going to be taken away. Those things and the things that remain, including your service for the Lord. We refer to the rewards being given, which cannot be touched because you dedicated those to the Lord. You invested in heaven. Those things. Therefore, it says, 
since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace, by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. We see this. We are going to see the kingdom of Jesus, the kingdom of the Lord, the heavenly domain. It can't be shaken. It can't be shaken. And what happens? It says we're receiving this. This is going to be given to us. Oh, don't mind. You might hear a meowing in the background as I'm recording here. We are out in the country here. Our kitten is looking across there, and for the first time, he has found somebody mowing the lawn. And you think about it, and so I, you might hear it in the background, and I apologize for that, but that's just uh, living out here in the country here. So when we go back to this and we're talking about the kingdom that is being offered to us right now, that's what we find. Right now, we see the temporariness. That mower on the other uh, field, that's temporary. Oh, it's working, and it's a wonderful neighbor. The fence that is in his back property, that's also temporary. And the housing that we're in, this barn, these are all temporary things. What is stable? What is permanent? Well, that's the kingdom. And we can realize the permanency of those things in the kingdom even right now. That's why in Ephesians, it talks about we are in the heavenlies. We are in the world, but we are of the kingdom. And this is a wonderful promise that we have from the Lord. Your name, as Luke chapter 10 says, is written in heaven. And that is an eternal heaven that cannot be shaken. It's a promise from God. And neither can our salvation be shaken either. We are promised this. Wonderful passage. Take a look at it, if you would, in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 26 through 28. A wonderful, wonderful promise for all of us that we might be able to enjoy the promises that God gives us. This is Brad Zockel, and this is Questions About Heaven, the podcast that goes into the biblical descriptions of heaven, the Bible truths about God, our Father, and Jesus Christ, our Savior, and what we can look forward to. Thank you so much for joining me. Learn more about our ministry at zulon.org, X-U-L-O-N dot O-R-G. Thank you so much. God bless you, and Lord willing, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N dot org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.